how you doing there, EJ? I'm doing great, Arrow. It's a super snowy day here in Utah. It is crazy. <laughs> I am so jealous of you because I grew up in the state of Montana, and and so to have that western snow is is like you know unless unless you experience what what it is out there, all it is is just a, a photograph. Yeah, I mean, like right now, it's I think this year is our record breaking year of the most snow we've ever had. So a lot of people are freaking out because they think there's going to be a lot of flooding once well, things start starts melting. EJ, I, I, I'm glad that you're getting the snow in record numbers because I want that Great Salt Lake to, to fill back up. I, I don't like the photographs and the stories that I'm reading about that Great Salt Lake. Oh, yes. Hopefully we can channel all of the all of the runoff straight back into the lake and i think if we have two more winters like this we should be back to normal hopefully and isn't it weird how mother nature is doing that because look at california all of those lakes were drying up too but now they're not complaining yeah (laughs) literally though it's kind of like oh okay i see your suffering here we go let's bring it back have you noticed how many musicians are moving to Utah? Because I've talked with so many creative people that are, are setting up shop in the Utah area. What what's in the, what's the vibration? What's going on out there that everybody is attracted to it? I really feel like Utah has just this really beautiful, peaceful energy mm-hmm. to it. I you know post Malone, I think that's it. And being one of them, yeah, out to Park City. I think he didn't really like the LA vibe that he was getting and whatnot. It's very, you know, how do I say it? it's, it's a business sharky world. You know what I mean? And I feel like Utah is just, you come out here and things are a little less expensive than California. You get lakes, you get mountains, you can even find deserts and little Saharas and, um, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I feel the exact same way whenever I leave out of town for travel on vacation or for music, it's super fun. But when I come back home, I'm like, Oh, this is home. <laughs> this, I, I just can't, I just can't move. It's so, this just feels like home to me. And not even the fact that my family's here. It's just, just the geological beauty you get and the feeling you get and, yeah and it's not overly crowded and populated as well so people are always like we have enough in utah like stop coming here (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you when when i fly into salt lake city i really honestly feel something i I feel like i've arrived someplace and so when i have like a two or three hour layover there in salt lake city I, i i just want to feel that moment yeah yeah it's I, I totally get that and the airport's brand new it's yeah. super beautiful you can see I think you can see the mountains yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of the east Wasatch Mountains from there but yeah and you know even though it doesn't have maybe as much opportunity as far as music industry connections like LA Nashville and New York has um, I mean online now you can if you're building your own following online you know people are going to come to you i'm blessed with the opportunity to talk with a lot of punk rock bands that are from that area and and it's and i think it's funny that that they that they call utah home because you know punk rock is you know it's it's all about the angst or selling a message but they they love utah they love utah yep 
<laughs> yeah, it's the least angsty place you can live. <laughs> when you're writing music, is it a collection of riffs or are you sitting down in the moment of now and you're saying, okay, use me as a tool? I really feel like it all kind of comes out um, as one just big flow of energy. Yep. And for me, it's like, it's always a different process every time. But, um, I mean, I just, I had started re, uh, writing a song out when I was in LA and filming and literally in the studio finished up a recording of that song. And it's one of my favorite songs I've ever written. And the vocal delivery is just insane. And that one kind of came about in pieces like I had one melody, I had two melodies, like a verse and a chorus, but then the verse was too, was way too similar to a John Mayer song. Yeah, <laughs> I had to change that up, and I even changed some of the chords up a bit, um, but the chorus melody I always kept for the most part. That's what I've always loved about music is the fact that it, it's it's like a growing period. And, 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 and I, I just wish more listeners understood the process of how a song comes to life and that it doesn't just happen. It's, it's, it's got to be able to ferment. Yeah, it's, it's so weird because I have had, you know, some songs kind of come out really quickly as far as like a melody and a lyric per se with the, but even those songs, you know, maybe they take a little bit more time in the back end as far as figuring out the recording side and production side of it. Um, where some songs, you know, take a lot more time in the writing portion as far as like getting the melodies and the lyrics right. And I spend a lot of time on lyrics now, yeah. not like I used to, but lyrics, man, they, there's so many things that have been said and overdone that I really want to say what I, an experience like this song was had to do with um, heartbreak, but I'm like, that's been done yeah. so often. <laughs> like, how do you say heartbreak in a different way and in your own perspective and what angle are you coming from? Are you the heartbroken? Are you the heartbreaky? You know, like there's so many ways to go about it. And I, I tried to be as least cheesy and cliche as possible. <laughs> yeah. In a very positive way, do you see yourself as being that person where viewers as well as people discovering you are saying, that's him. I, I want to be like him because you your openness has been so transparent and you're helping to heal a lot of people in hiding. And I, I, I feel that the way that the world is changing, that a lot of people are going to go back into hiding. How do you stay open and help push everything forward the way that you are? Ah, oh, man, it's, that's a great question because it has taken a lot of vulnerability because I've, I've been, you know, for the past five years have reached this level of just bravery and like sharing myself. And there's some times where I'm like, oh, man, I'm done talking about this, yeah. like, and reliving this over and over again and whatnot. But I really, I really try to take myself out of my own I guess out of my own feelings and emotions and, and I'm trying to think about other people and like that, that, that person who, you know, even at like a show, I played the jazz game halftime show at this like pride event, but it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't like this LGBTQ plus community coming. Mm -hmm. It was a Utah crowd coming yeah and I'm coming in and sharing my story. And I'm thinking about the maybe one to two to five, 
people out there that are still struggling with accepting themselves or yep. really coming to terms with who they are. And, you know, I'm, so I, I try to speak to, for those people and have the bravery, you know, to deal with the backlash, to deal with the negative comments yep. that you get to deal with the pressure and whatnot. And I, that, I try to keep that um, always in the back of my head that I'm like, I'm not always I'm not doing this for just me. I, I was able to do this for myself. Now I want to help free and release others as well. And, and a lot of that comes with self-care. I really yeah. <laughs> have to manage the negativity. Um, I listen to a lot of meditation at night. Nice. If I'm having those nights, I can't fall asleep. I do yoga. I try to keep myself balanced so I don't get too wrapped up in what, you know, how the public's responding to my story. And there's a lot more, there's a lot more positivity than there is negativity, but sometimes it's really hard to not pay attention to the small negative aspects. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like I've now being 31 too, I probably wouldn't have dealt well with it if, if I was in my twenties, yep. but being a little older, you also are kind of like, I just don't have as many F's to give. So you just, choose on what you want to care about and then the things that, that you don't care about you you try to not care about it wow i love where your heart is i hope we get to talk many more times in the future because i want to keep sharing your story forward oh thank you so much Errol. that really means the world please come back to this show anytime the door is always going to be open for you okay thank you right. i appreciate it be brilliant today sir you too see ya